It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to Hertzy. What happened with, with Mike? And again, as we discussed last year and, you know, Talk about being proven right, this guy. Um, but I don't care how he looked. I'm just so excited that he's back on a field and talking mm-hmm. to his guys and leading the team and being Jalen. But how'd he look? So it was just like a regular day for Jalen. Like, I, I don't think he was bad. I don't think he made any throws where it was like, oh, yep, that's why they paid him $250 million. So I had him down as six of 10, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, I talked about how good the defensive line was. I think that is part of the reason why. Also, shout out to the corners. The corners had really good practices yesterday. There was a few throws I thought were good throws by Hertz that were fell incomplete because he because like Bradbury made a gr- great play. I think it was Reed Blankenship. I think this was against Hertz where he stripped the ball out. Like the corners and the defense was really good yesterday, and that's part of the reason why they did most almost all red zone. In fact, they actually did all red zone. So of the the 21 reps he took, took there was a lot of him having to run. Like whether they were designed or not, I think one or two of them looked like they were designed, but he had to move quite a bit. So he didn't actually end up attempting a lot of throws. If you want to be bury this in the pod where only the nice people are listening and no one can say I'm overreacting, he did have four touchdowns on day one yesterday, uh, uh, last year, only two yesterday. So not as good of a red zone performance from the first team offense, but he was – he was just like perfectly fine, Jalen. He was yeah. not good, not bad, nothing which noteworthy. Is, which is what he is at practice. Like again, yeah, like we've kind of learned here, yeah. Jalen is not going to jump off the field at practice. Like that's just not his game. Like he'll play, he'll be out there, but like Jalen, like he's just a different dude when the lights are on. Like it's what it is, yeah. you know. It's yeah, like me. I, it's like me thirty minutes ago, barely able to function. The <laughs> light goes on, bang, boom. There you go. Um, and again, like off of last year, one thing I definitely underestimated was how good the defense was going to be. Like we knew they were talented, but I definitely, when, when assessing practice last year, probably did not take into account how good the defense he was going up against. I think yesterday and you know, no big deal to me, just making sure everyone like this is personal growth for me. I'm looking here and saying the defense was really good yesterday. So I don't think it reflects poorly that personal personal growth. I'm saying the defense was good. This is real growth for me. Well, I mean, we all know by the beginning of the, I'm focusing on the, see you're what you're really burying the lead here. And I know why you're doing it, but let's be honest. The real title of the pod should have been the real number one takeaway. Sean Desai. 
We got a real defensive coordinator here. The yes. defense looked well, awesome because we finally got a real defensive coordinator here. Oh, just, Thank you, I, Sean. Thank you, yeah. Sean. Welcome. Well, Sean decides talks on Friday, so I'm sure people will be very excited Ooh, when he gets up here and says, like, I'm going to love lucky, blitzing and all these what things. What a yeah. lucky break for him, especially because, like, obviously, I think, look, it, the funny thing about Gannon is, and, you know, anyone who's listened to this pod knows we have freaking battled about not, it. Not a fan. No, but but it, it was funny because it was with Gannon where it did kind of come back, like the Niners game, and we're going to gut these bleepers, yeah. whatever. He did. Like, it was like, oh, the Gannon, all right. And then it, like, such a tumble immediately right after with the Super Bowl. And then of course the tampering, the whole thing, like Sean right. Desai, it like could not be walking into a more advantageous. Yes. Everybody wants from a to fa- Exactly. From a fan perspective, especially look Eagles, DC, we know can be a very uh, scrutinized position. Even when yes. you do a, good, a decent job, I think Desai coming in with a real, uh, you know, nice head start. Yeah. Um, so offensive line stuff, uh, Cam Jurgens. Excuse me. Cam Jurgens, as expected, was the starting right guard. Nick Sirianni talked about it before practice. He said pretty much like this is going to be the guy. He pretended as if there's going to be competition. But if you remember, in 2021, he also wouldn't call Jalen the starter until like mm-hmm. a week before the season. We all knew he was the starter. It's the same thing with Cam Jurgens. He's going to really have to lose this job. And Tyler Steen was the backup right guard. He would be, I would assume he would be the guy if Jurgens were to be injured or play poorly. But one thing I've underestimated and I think is worth like putting out there is are they really going to put a rookie at right guard in, in front you. of their $250 million quarterback with this offense, those type of receivers? Like think of how between good two Tyler, Hall of Famers, you know, between two Hall of Famers. Yeah, which which helps him, to be fair. It but helps also, him. But just the idea of like, I mean, the, this is late. Like, who knows? This could be Kelsey's last year. Like, you think Kelsey right. wants you to throw a rookie next to him? Like, right. Jurgens has been here learning from him for a year, learning the position, learning both positions, learning with Stoutland, yeah. you know? Yep. So I wonder, you know, Dennis Kelly. It goes back to the point you made about the cornerbacks, like same kind of idea of like someone who's been here, but they're trying to win the freaking Super Bowl this year. Right. So I'm a little out on the idea of Steen's not going to take the job from Jurgens unless again, unless Jurgens gets hurt and like Steen's been unbelievable, but I don't. Or Jurgens like really struggles or something. I'm starting to believe if Jurgens really struggles, maybe they would like put Dennis Kelly in there who has played the position before or Driscoll. close with Kelsey knows lane, like maybe sign somebody or Driscoll somebody. who's been here. Driscoll, and yeah, exactly. that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, in terms of offensive line stuff, like that's the main story, I guess. Jurgens was the right guard. Steen was the backup. Um, no other real kind of noteworthy depth, depth, like kind of pieces there. Um, the running backs. So last year, if you remember, um, you know, I chart obviously, as I say all the time, every play, and remember last year, Miles, Miles Sanders, didn't start, right? And it was like a big thing. Right, that was, was last year, right? Cause, yeah. Yeah, because he had never taken sec- second team reps before. Then he did last year, and it became a big, like, I'm not the backup. Sirianni getting, like, a little in his bag and emotional about the fact that, you know, people were saying Miles was the backup. So this year, Sirianni, and I think this is probably in retaliation. Not retaliation. This is probably setting expectations to start camp. But he did back it up on the field. He said yesterday that, they are going to rotate these guys with all the teams. And yesterday was a really good example of that. Rashad Penny got the first carry with the first team offense. So he was the first running back they gave the ball to. You could look into that and say, all right, he's the guy. He's the one they're going to be giving the ball to the most. Rashad Penny took a carry with the second team. Rashad Penny took a carry with the third team. DeAndre Swift worked with the first team and the second team. So by the end of camp, we will see like who carried the ball the most, who had the most targets. And you'll be able to read things from that. But overall, 
I don't think we'll be able to tell anytime soon what their true plan is to be the main guy at running back. And I think that's obviously intentional. Like they don't want the rest of the league to know who they view as their feature back. And with a ton of reporters watching practice every day, I think they're going to not give any tips on who the main guy is. Gonna yeah. Be. Well, and look, and you know, Trey Sermon, obviously I think five and five, but who knows you've talked about how much. I like him and he could make the team. And he looked good yesterday. I, I really think the- he could be good. It could, who knows? But regardless, I think with the four that we, you know, and again, it all comes down to health with Penny, but I think they have four guys they're happy to give the ball to. Like, I don't think it's just mm-hmm. a, Ooh, who's going to play running back. I think they will use all four of those guys. I think Gamewell and Boston will play. And I think Penny and Swift will play if they're healthy. I so, agree. They'll like, all be I, active on game. Day, that's yeah. what I mean. And I think there's a real chance for them to have packages for different guys and do different things with the, and matchups dictate things. Like all of a sudden last year, a couple of those game wall games were like, where the hell did that come from? Like, yep. I just, I, I think they want versatility there and I think they're going to utilize it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. So um, in terms of how they looked like, it's tough to say it is red zone. It was like physical for no tackling or thudding penny, I guess, you know, had a good first, burst out of the backfield like swift looks good at number zero but probably no true takeaways um other than i do think trey sermon looks the part like he doesn't look that much different than the other running back so it's going to be tough like again corner running back they might just have more players than and maybe how we will turn these into draft picks we'll see but uh i think um i think the uh running back one's going to be tough to make a call uh, a call at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other one, Marcus Mariota. That dude just might suck, man. That dude, like, like, again, I compared him to Usain Bolt as a runner. I think as a track star, he'd probably be awesome. And you've heard a lot since he's been signed, and people that have watched the quarterback documentary can probably speak to this, that he seems like a great guy. Yesterday after practice, his family's there. Everyone's coming up and holding his baby. Like, I I have always been about Mariota. I'm sure he's a nice guy. It does not – it brings me no joy to, to say this. But man, he was bad yesterday and he was not good in Atlanta last year. One thing we've talked about this before, where if your team signs somebody and all the opposing fans are like, oh, thank God this guy's out of here. The amount of Falcons fans that were in my mentions yesterday when Mariota fumbled that ball being like, yep, told you. And like, da, 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 they do not like Mariota in Atlanta. And part of that is maybe how the season ended, the whole stuff. Yeah, now he kind of like left and all that. Right. Yeah. But, but it's probably because he wasn't that good beforehand. So I don't know. I, like he's going to be on the roster. I would assume I'd have to look at the dead money cap hit. I, I think he's going to be on the team, but he was not good yesterday. And for all the talk about how he can, they can do more running stuff with him. You still have to be a functional thrower. You, like you still have to be able to run the offense and good news for him is Tanner McKee's a rookie. Ian book didn't throw it. Uh, or no, he threw it one time yesterday. It was a touchdown, but it was on a check down. Um, like, so he doesn't have competition there and it's going to be tough to find a better backup at this point than Mariota unless another team decides they just aren't going to compete and they trade you the backup but Mariota was four of eight yesterday like I said the interception to Christian Ellis one of the worst throws I've maybe ever seen in a training camp practice it was literally right to him like literally right to him Christian Ellis did have to jump to get it I guess but not a good uh not a good day for Marcus Mariota um and yeah I think it's just gonna be something to watch because again 
a team that's trying to win the Super Bowl. He does have experience, which is good for a backup, but no playoff experience, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe no, no, one he game. playoff games. No, he beat the Chiefs. Remember that big game with the Titans? Oh, yeah, that's back. right. Good point. Big Sorry. So, yeah. he, so he does have playoff experience. That's a positive. Um, but I'll just be curious to see if he keeps struggling, like how truly committed they are to him. I, look, I I like the idea of Marcus Mariota in that coming in, I wanted them to get a backup who could move. And obviously, mm-hmm. to your point, look, I want a backup who could throw first and foremost. I agree with you. But like ideally, a backup who could throw, but someone who can move so you can at least, you know, it, it hurt last year watching Gardner Minshew try and mimic what Hurts did when they would run the offense through Gardner. It was like, it's like this, this dude just, and I like Gardner as a backup. We've talked about that, but like, this guy can't do this stuff. Like it yeah. looks ridiculous yep. having this guy run this offense. So I was like, get someone who can at least run the offense philosophically, what you want to do offensively with her. It's like someone you can move. Um, but yeah, like it, look, everything you hear and have heard so far. And also last season, Marietta was horrible. Um, the only hope I have is, is he's here with this coaching staff and you hope that this coaching staff can kind of get him where they want him to be. And he can mm. be a function. Cause look, like we all know if her, like he's not gonna be Nick Foles. I feel like that's a once in a lifetime. No, uh, you know, you, you don't pull that card. You don't pull that card too many times. Like if something happens to hurts where he's out for the season, like we're, we're screwed anyway. I think can Mariota come into a game or start a game for you and give you an, that all I need from him is that I need him to just make a few plays in a game to kind of get you a win if you need one. Cause if it's more than that, we're screwed anyway.